Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, I am back from my trip to New York City, and we're just going to start right off with the story of my trip to New York City, and subsequently some southeasternly states as well. Get up, it's about 3, no, 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 no. it's like 2.45 in the morning, yeah, AM. I'm not a morning person, as I've stated at least three to four times before. So I get up, knowing what I have to do, and still quite tired. Do some stuff, you know, get ready, and then it's about, it's like 3.45, 10 minutes later, yeah, a few minutes later, it's about 4 o'clock, and we're heading to the shuttle, so we can park our car, you know, do that, get on the shuttle to go to the airport. We do that, the bus shows up, not immediately, but pretty soon. So we get on the bus, driving down, and then someone's talking to our mom during the trip, well, during the short bus ride to the airport. And I'm just looking over at mom and I'm like, I commend you for being able to talk to some random person just out of the blue because frankly, I can't. <laughs> and, I, and I'm serious. I was like, wow, you're less antisocial than me. And, and that's not surprising, but I was like, I could never do that. <laughs> get to the airport, she says her goodbyes, and then we're... In the airport, we got to check in, and by the way, carry-on was free in Colorado, which is a plus. Well, we took the carry-on onto the plane, but we gave the other two luggages so that they could board, board them onto the plane. And by the way, we only took two luggages, because er- because Erica and my mom, and Erica's my twin sister, by the way, they both figure out an ingenious packing solution so we could carry all of, all of our clothes into luggages. Me and Dad's clothes were in one luggage. My sister and my mom's were in another. But yeah, just an ingenious packing solution so we could all get into one with a bit of room to spare. By the way, a few days ago, uh, well, yeah, prior to getting up and whatnot, they were packing about two days before. They finished up the night before. And my sister, while we wrapped up the clothes so we could save as much space as possible, she made another ingenious way. Of saving space because she actually organized the really tightly folded clothes, so much so that there was enough that there was quite a big space in the middle of my of my dad's luggage, to to which we could have afforded to carry a small box if we had done that. So yeah, in fact, my mom said Eric could do a video on it on YouTube. <laughs> but anyway, so we were strolling down. Uh, DIA, you know, going through security. By the way, the security line was insane. Just moron. It was crazy. It went by pretty fast, but it was quite long. It was, yeah. So, you know, waiting, waiting, walking, inching, inching. And me and Erica made a keen observation that the line never moved consistently at all. And what I mean by that is the people ahead of, the people like two rows ahead of us would move. But the people a row ahead of us wouldn't. So then after a few minutes, the row ahead of us would move. And then we'd either move or we wouldn't. The people a few rows behind us would move, even when we didn't. And I mean not people piling onto the line. I mean people who were already in the line. And I just couldn't make sense of it because because I didn't understand how a line didn't move consistently. Because we were all, we were all in a zigzag line. If someone's going to move up, everyone behind them should then move up. It shouldn't be... In some weird pattern that looked like Morse code, but with just human bodies. Anyway, though, so we got through security, got my shoes on, and we had to go to the subway to, 
I don't know if it was the terminal, but we had to get to the to the airport bit where you actually get on the plane. So, you know, took the subway, did a bit more walking, you know, finally got to the area. And and this is the bit I hate most about airports. You know, you get up early, you get there way ahead of, you know, either way ahead of schedule or like one or two minutes behind. It, it doesn't really matter. Then you get to the then you get to the bit where you have to wait for them to prepare the plane and let everyone else get off the plane. And occasionally, or at least during the end of the trip, two hours. It takes them two hours to do it. Okay, and I can understand why it takes them two hours to do it. But what I can't understand is why they make you get there so early if they know it's going to take you two hours to get on the plane. And I know, oh, long security lines. Eh. At best, it'll take an hour to get through. But that's what I don't understand. That's what I hate most about airports. You get up early thinking, oh yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good for time. You're pleased with yourself. You're proud of yourself. You get there and you just realize that was just wasted time. Do you know doing all this productive stuff for absolutely nothing? Because you still have to wait. You get up early, blah, blah blah, so that you don't have to wait, so that you're on time, but you still have to wait anyway. Anyway, though, it wasn't. It was about an hour this time. It might have been thirty minutes. It wasn't as bad as when we were coming back, which we'll get to probably. After our sponsor message, which isn't now, you know, Dimbor waiting, blah blah blah. The sun was coming up, and I was getting, I was getting more irritated by the minute because when I got up, the sun wasn't up, and I still, and when the sun was, you know, like when it was dusk, we still weren't on the plane because I was hoping we'd be on the plane before the sun even rose. Anyway, though, I did amuse myself with some games with some automotive magazines my mom supplied me with, which was fun. We got some bands so that my, me and my sister didn't get motion sick because we both get motion sick easily. My mom gets motion sick as well, not as badly as we do, but my dad's fine, so it's kind of unfair, <laughs> because I kind of wish he had passed that down in his genes to us so that we wouldn't get motion sick, but that didn't happen. So yeah, the band's eh, short review. They may have worked, but honestly, if you just get Dramamine or that natural drug thing, it works way better than those little bands, but yeah, anyway... It was okay. I was still motion sick. I was still it was my still my head was heavy. I was tired. Yeah, the normal symptoms. My it's weird because when I get motion sick, it feels like my brain is spinning. When I used to get motion sick as a kid, I always said, "Let me lay down and close my eyes," because in my mind, when I close my eyes, all I can see is the blackness. Okay, and to me, that's like my mind is still. It's not moving or anything, and that lets me recuperate myself and know that I'm not moving because my brain thinks I, I am moving. Even though I know what the scientific reason as to why my brain feels like I'm moving. It's that little, it's a little bit of wax thing in your ear that is conflicting with your, with the information in your eyes. Science channel. But anyway, so yeah. And we had two flights okay, going to NYC. But they were both two hours. But yeah, so we got off the first plane. And I was hoping I'd have at least an hour to recuperate myself. So it, it just wouldn't pile on to my already poor state. No, we had about ten... 10, 8 minutes to get on the next flight. So I never really got a chance to do so. So I was already in a poor state when we are going on, when we got onto the next flight. The, the takeoff wasn't as bad. There were, there were a few terrible moments, but nothing, nothing very major. You know, during the flight, the flight itself was better. Then we got the landing into, uh, I can't remember, into LaGuardia Air, Airport. Worst landing ever i didn't throw up or anything even though i was nauseated for pretty much all of the flights but i had never felt so sick 
in, well, you know, I've never felt so motion sick in my entire life until that one point when we were landing. Well, actually, that's a lie. When we, <laughs> funny story, when we were younger, we were coming back from somewhere in, uh, somewhere past Walmart on I-70, uh, past DIA. <laughs> um, this is when I was, like, three or five. Woke up, and I was just, I was just so, I was just out of it. I think I threw up. I don't know. It was bad. I was most, I would, I would, I think I fell asleep motion sick, and I woke up motion sick. It was bad. It was bad. But anyway, so aside from that time, I never felt anything worse than that, except for when this time happened, because it was so awful. It was like there was just a mist and clouds and all, all the worst things in my brain. My brain was spinning at a million miles per hour. It was, ooh, it was nasty. Getting off that, getting off the plane was... It wasn't a challenge, but it was, this might be the wrong word, but it was distressing at best because it just, yeah, just walking while I was motion sick just didn't help. Then we, you know, we got our bags and whatever. Thankfully, no one lost their bags or anything. Then we get to the taxis. There was an Uber. You had to pay 65 bucks to get to the hotel we were staying at. So we declined the Uber with my dad saying, I'm not going to get hustled five minutes off getting off, getting off the plane. Then we got a taxi. It's 38 bucks, like the hotel said it was when my mom called before we actually, before we even left our home state. So yeah, issue with that. It was a Prius, no, sorry, three things. It was a Prius, it was filled with smoke inside, which didn't help to my sickness. Like, I don't get sick when, you know, when someone's smoking around me, but to add on to my motion sickness, I was trying to hold my breath because, for obvious reasons, but it really didn't. It just didn't help. It just kept piling on. But yeah, and the third thing, he pretty much didn't know where the Hotel Newton was, and thank God my mom looked left when we were going across the road we needed to be on to get to the hotel. Otherwise, we would have missed it entirely, and I'm pretty sure we would have spent another 15, 20 minutes in that cab looking for it. Anyway, we are going to take a short break, and here's a few words from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. So we pick up right where I left off. So we were at the hotel. The guy parked the car, or parked the Prius, I should say. As I don't think calling the Prius a car, well, I don't think the Prius is worthy of the title car. So we got the luggage, got it out. We're walking to the hotel, and I look at the hotel and I'm like, gosh, Juicy, it's going to be one of those nights, isn't it? Or sorry, it's going to be one of those hotels, isn't it? On unbolted light on the roof just hanging and swinging in the room that's what i was expecting the initial room was nice but i still wasn't expecting much because i was just thinking okay this is just a mask it's nice down here but all the rooms are going to be absolutely terrible i i swear i was absolutely expecting one single light just swinging and hanging from the roof and having a box as a toilet <laughs> that's what i was expecting and and a pipe just a pipe, no faucet, but just a pipe as the, uh, as the faucet. That's what I was expecting. No, that wasn't what happened. It was actually a very, 
very nice room. It was, it was small, and I didn't like the smell, because it had, it didn't have one of those typical hotel smells, but it had, it had a smell. It, it was weird. Anyway, though, got there, I was like, yeah, it's, it's a bit small, but I, I might, we might be able to work it. So yeah, basically, so then we just put everything in a room, because there was a separate, there was a separate little room with a couch over, over on a different side of the room to where the beds were. And to the left of that was the bathroom. So plopped all the luggages over there and then we all just plopped ourselves on the on the bed like a lunch lady plops mashed potatoes on her plate. It was gosh, it was so nice. It was I'm telling you, I was tired, I was motion sick, and I was just so ready. Just so ready to get my feet off the ground. It well not not in the metaphorical sense, quite literally, to get my feet up on the bed. It was so nice. The TV was also nice too. It had demand. It was awesome. So we, you know, settled in, watched a bit of TV, went on demand, found BattleBots, which is a really cool show, and then watched a few episodes, which weren't in order, by the way. Upon doing that, you know, wake up the next day, gotta get up at some six a.m., which was just absolute mess. You know, get up there, gotta take my sister to her conference she's attending. And I'm just like, gosh, Jesus, we just, you know, we just had a very tiring day yesterday, and I do not want to get up at 6 o'clock. Eh, but I had to. So then we, you know, got dressed, blah, 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 go out of the hotel room, get back on the slightly, you know, go down, go outside. The subway is right there outside the hotel, which is brilliant. Have a bit of trouble with the subway pass, because... We were told you could use one subway pass for everyone. Turns out that's a lie and true at the same time. Yes, you can use it for more than one person, but it takes 15 to 20 minutes for the thing to reset to use the same card. So it would have taken us an hour to get on the subway anyway. So we walked from 94th Street, or 95th, to 116th Street. And sure the blocks are small in NYC, we had to do a bit of waiting, and still quite a lot of walking. And I mean walking, walking. Not walking with a bit of speed walking. It took a while and it was tiring. So after we dropped our sister off. Or after we dropped my sister off. We went to the subway which was again conveniently right by Barnard. Which was the school she was going to where the conference was being held. So go to the subway. Buy more Metro Passes. And it worked flawlessly. Which was which was just a blessing because then we didn't have to walk all the way back which would have been the biggest pain we would have had to deal with on that entire trip it would have been mm, just terrible so yeah i got on the subway rode back got back in the hotel room slept watched some more battle bots and then yeah we also did a bit of walking before we went to the hotel room just doing some just looking around the local area in in quotations so yeah, after we did the walking, you know, went back to the hotel room, slept, watched, then went back out to get Erica, which didn't take long at all. So yeah, we also got her a Metro Pass when when we left, when we when we dropped her off, we got her the Metro Pass then, so we just gave it to her when we picked her up, which was another nice convenience. So we did that, we got in the subway, got back. She told us about her day, watched more BattleBots, and we were done, essentially, for that day. 
I don't remember if there were any, you know, the usual beggars on the subway train the second day. And then during our time, there's about four songs and or acts in the subway in the subway station that we went to to go to Times Square. Oh no, spoilers! Oh gosh, yeah, we went to Times Square, but yeah, there's about four of them, which was interesting. So yeah, but you know, third day, same routine, did more walking, and it, well. I say that on the third day, me, I think me and my dad went to Central Park. Because Central Park was like nine or ten blocks down. And, wait a minute. No. No, it would have been about four blocks down. Because I don't... Because it wasn't a street block. It was an avenue block. Because I remember my dad telling me that the, the streets are... The street blocks are short and the avenue blocks are long. And, that, and it was an avenue block. So it was about four to five blocks. Got to Central Park. And we walked that entire thing absolutely all of it it probably took two uh, two to three hours it, it was incredible just it's an absolutely beautiful place i i was thinking about it and i described it as a place of peace in it in a state of chaos because that because that's just what it was it was it was so peaceful and so it was crowded because it's new york but it was so nice and so relaxing and so painful because we had to do all that walking but it was very nice. It was awesome. It was very fun to walk around uh, Central Park because that, because I, you know, I knew about Central Park. I'd seen a few pictures, but I swear it's like its own. It's like its own little island. There's no water or anything around the perimeter of Central Park, but that's what it's like. The atmosphere in Central Park is totally different to that of New York City itself. And it's just like its own little island. It's it's like Puerto Rico. It's still a U.S. territory, but it, but yet it's not the same. And that's what it's like. It's in New York City. It's like its own little Yellowstone National Park thing. It's like that, except with all without all the redwood trees and whatnot. It was just beautiful. Walked walked around it all. Saw saw some pretty funny street performers. That it, it really made it truly authentic to see the street performers. But on the way back, we uh... oh. Before that, we went to Belvedere Castle, if any of you know what that is, which was fun. And the only reason I can remember that is because every time I hear Belvedere Castle, I keep thinking of the Plymouth Belvedere. So that's, that's probably why it's going to be stuck in my memory for just decades to come because it's because I'll just think of it as Plymouth. Sorry, you know, semi uh, parentheses Plymouth Belvedere Castle. So we went there, walked around a few ponds, a two mile lake thing, which. I'd like to say I want I want to know who's the fastest run who ran around that two mile lake the fastest that's what I want to know because that's a big lake went to a few famous areas in the park you know then we walked back and we grabbed the pizza which was pretty good we were we were supposed to not have pizza at all during the entire trip because we we're going to a pizza place that my dad my dad and my mom loved when they went about 16 23 years ago so after that. Um, after we ate the pizza, which was, it was good. Nothing special about it. You know, walked back. My mom was asleep. My feet, I kept, I kept saying after we did that Central Park thing that I so wish I had Dr. Schultz. Because <laughs> my gosh, the amount of walking we did in NYC. The next time I go, the very next time I go, I'm going to buy some Dr. Schultz prior to that. Because honestly, I needed it so badly. It was just so painful. Enjoyable, but painful. So yeah, I got back, mentioned Dr. Scholl's, mom was asleep, watched more BattleBots, and then continued to watch more. Then we went to pick up Erica again, told her, she told us about her day, got back, 
And then we went out for dinner as they didn't they didn't really have room service. In fact, they didn't have room service at all. So went out to eat every night, which was pretty nice. And then we went to and then prior to picking Erica up, occasionally we'd walk or take the subway to Times Square and check it out. And gosh, I'm gonna use Central Park here just to to give you an idea how different the two areas are. Central Park is like is like an urban city, whereas Times Square it's not like the Jetsons, but it's like it's like it's like that city that if any of you've seen the movie I Robot, it's like that. Central Park is like a more upscale the Brady Bunch, whereas whereas Times Square is I Robot. It's it's so different. It's incredible. Incredible. I wouldn't be able to if someone told me that they that they visit. Times Square and Central Park. If I saw them in those two places, I wouldn't be able to believe they went to either places because the people in those areas are so different, aside from the areas being insanely different in themselves. It's incredible. You know, the the electronic billboards, the famous casinos and whatnot, and the what looks to be a ridiculously expensive McDonald's. It's crazy. And the amount of people that... If it was an enclosed area, the amount of body heat in, in said enclosed area would just be suffocating. There's so many people. And, gosh, you're dodging and weaving all the time between people. The incoming and oncoming traffic is constant, to say the least. And especially especially when the lights stop and you have some people, and they have, you know, two groups of people wait on either side of the street. One going, we'll say north, and one going south. You're like, oh gosh, it just, it just looks like a riot, a turf war, even though it's not. And then you have to get through all those people. It's just an experience. It's crazy. Utterly astonishing. And then as my mom pointed out, she couldn't believe that even when it was 12 o'clock at night, because we did a room escape thing, it was pretty good, but it was small. She just couldn't believe that people, even at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock by the time we got out, they were still out there. It wasn't as many people, but it was still, there were still a lot of people out in the streets, and she just couldn't believe it, because, as she said, they acted like, you know, it was still daytime, like, they still had stuff to do, it's like, don't you people sleep, don't you people have jobs, it was incredible, just, honestly, a joyous experience to, to walk around Times Square, because it was crazy, just astonishing, anyway, though, before I keep dragging this out, we're gonna have a word from our sponsors, we've all seen them, those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's, they take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. And now for some side stories that... Because I can't remember which day they fell upon, they're their side store. If I remember correctly, there's only one. So while we were in NYC, we went to the, is it the USS Intrepid? I believe that's what it is. So we went to the giant boat in the har- harbor-ish thing. And it was pretty cool. I'm not, I'm not really a boat or plane person. I'm, I'm also not a motor- motorbike person, not to offend anyone, but I'm just not. <laughs> it's weird, because I'm not any of those, but I am a train and truck person. So, got onto the USS Intrepid, watched some stuff about, so we were reading stuff about that, looking at planes, things like that. Get onto the top deck, and I noticed, is that an SR-71 Blackbird? 
Oh my gosh, it's an SR-71 Blackbird. Because if you guys didn't know, that's one of my favorite airplanes. And it's the only one that I can actually name just by looking at it. After we got a picture of me with the SR-71 Blackbird, we saw a MiG-15. Now again, I don't know mess about planes. So the fact that I was vaguely able to, to remember what the front end of a MiG looked like is, is just astonishing in itself. Because I was just looking at it, because MiGs have that really... I don't like the front end of MiGs. They have that really weird... You know, they have, they have the circle front end, and then you have... And they have the nostril thing. I hate that. It just looks... To me, it just it just looks like a pig to me. You know, pig front end. That's what it looks like. And I looked, I was like, oh, please, God, no. Is that is that a MiG? Is, is, I just couldn't... I couldn't tell, because it kind of looked like one because of the front end. And then we look at the little plaque there, and I'm like, my gosh, it is a MiG. And I was saying to my mom, how did I name that? I don't know. I don't know anything about planes. How how did I figure out that that was a MiG? Anyway, though, yeah, it was it was either a MiG-15 or a MiG-19. Can't really remember. Anyway, though, then we went inside another area of the Intrepid, which had a, quite a few stairs, actually, and they were tiny. They were, they were short. The, the stair, the width, no, the length of the stairs were short. The width of the stairs were short. And the incline that the stairs were put on was very steep. The absolute worst combination. I didn't fall or anything, which was good because I that would have hurt. But that doesn't mean I was at ease when, when I had to walk down the stairs because it was tricky, to say the least. So we, after we did that, we got some design, actually, as we were all, we all needed some water. And there was a vending machine. Ones that we don't have in Colorado. Look at the vending machine. They have flavored water. Better yet, flavored Dasani. Again, another thing we don't have here. <laughs> that ruined my crying bit. But anyway, so we got we got strawberry. Uh, yeah, it was strawberry, strawberry kiwi something, might have been. It was so good. It was just astonishing. It was. I'm telling. You, I envy them for having that because I wish we had that here, and I wish we had a Dasani vending machine so people would stop buying sodas. Not that there's anything wrong with sodas, but yeah. After we did that, got off the USS Intrepid, and we walked all the way back to the hotel. Well, we took we took a subway midway through, but. Yeah, also, we walked to the, U well, walked and took a subway to the USS Intrepid. Though the subway does not take you anywhere near the USS Intrepid, so you did really have to walk quite a bit. So, yeah, but it, it was fun, it was cool, and it was really cool to see the SR-71 Blackbird up close, is that, it, I get it confused with another plane that's actually my favorite, but the SR-71 Blackbird does hold a soft spot in my heart, so, did that. Went back to the hotel, did a bit of sleeping, picked up Erica. Same story. I'm going to pause until I hear, well, until I don't hear all the noise my dad is making. So, bye. Well, yeah. So, the mass amount of noise being made has finally stopped. So, I'm going to continue. I think I'm on day four now. I think I'm after the USS Intrepid. Somewhere around there. So, yeah, that or Central Park. Anyway, though, you know, continued to pick our cup. We did a room escape thing, which which was fun. The only thing was we had, to, we had to unlock a lock. And the problem was the letters had rubbed off. And we had we had the right word about 15 minutes prior to when we actually died. 
So yeah, that that was uh, that was the cause of our death. But it was fun. And then we left at like 1.10. It was late. And that's, and that's what I was getting at earlier. That my mom was surprised that people were out so late. So we did that. Got a rental car a bit later in our trip. This, was, this is when we're leaving NYC. Satnav was... Let me put it to you this way. If I had about three days just to mess with the system entirely, I probably could have caused a... Well, I probably could have solved a bit of the frustration that actually happened. But, yeah. So, Satnav was okay. The car was brilliant, though. Very fuel fit. We got a Chrysler 300. The refreshed one. The one with the 8-speed. That was fun. That was very fun. Um, it, and you know what? Our luggages were huge, and all three of our luggage... Well, two of our luggages and the carry-on fit in the trunk, which was nice. We almost ended up with a Charger and a 200, but Dad wanted Satnav. So, we got the 300. And I almost... I almost thought about going for the 200 instead because the trunk looked, it looked bigger than the 300s, weirdly. Because it's weird, in the 300, ha it has, if anyone has seen the trunk of a 300 or possibly even a Charger, they'll know that in the far back where the seats are, there's a little, we'll say pillar strut tower thing, well not strut tower, but little pillar thing that sort of cut into the trunk. The 200 doesn't have that, and that's why I almost, I almost went for, well, we almost went for the 200 because it didn't have that. But thankfully, the 300 trunk was big enough anyway, so we went for that. So, yeah, it was quiet. It was fa It was very fast. It, even though it only had the Pentastar V6, it had vented and heated heated seats. Uh, it also had a heated steering wheel, which I wish I, wish I could have uh, turned on. Well, I mean, I could turn it on, but it was hot all the time. So really turning it on would have been useless at best. Um, did a few events. We went to Sight and Sound in Philly, in Philadelphia. Uh, we went to see Samson. That that's after. Prior to that, we saw a few of Dad's old high school friends and classmates. At the um, so yeah, we had three hotels. The Hotel Newton being the best one. The second one, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, it was called oh gosh, it was called Double Tree. It was okay. Nothing special about it. Then you had Quality in. Good news is I'll be doing a review on the 300. I don't know what on yet. It's either going to be on this or on Car Throttle, which I'll probably be able to give a link to. But we'll be doing that, or I'll be doing that. And yeah, it was a really, really enjoyable car to, uh, to sit in because I didn't get to drive it irritatingly. But yeah, it was very spacious enough for all of us to enjoy a nice ride in. Word to the wise... If you're wearing thick clothing, like just like a wool shirt or something, the vented seats, even on high, are a bit hard to feel. So, yeah. But, yeah, so... Yeah, we did a bit of swimming before Sight, before sight and Sound, which... Pruny fingers. Though, I have to say, the water was warm, and that was a delight. Because I hate it when water is cold. I mean, it was warm up to my waistline. Then it got cold. So, yeah. But it was fun. It was fun swimming. I haven't swam in quite a few months. Because rain, rain, snow, snow, cold, yard work, all that other stuff. And then now the vacation. But, yes. But that's why there haven't been any podcasts for the past few days. Or, well, nine days. Is because I have been um, on vacation. Even though my sister, 
it was a vacation for my sister as well, but more of a conference. So essentially, essentially, we got nothing out of the conference. We were just freeloaders. We just, we just got a free vacation essentially, which was so nice after it's been five years since all of us have had a vacation. Well, yeah, so very nice, and that's where I've been, and that's what pretty much that's what's hap- that's what happened. Anyway, I hope you and guys, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and I'll see you all later. Though it won't be nine days. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash ViperForLifeACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z Eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye, until next time.